Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Dope Black Woman podcast, the podcast where we share stories of black excellence as part of our safe digital sisterhood. I'm Leanne Levers. I'm Rashan. You can call me Shan. I'm Livs. On this episode, we're joined by Jordette. Um, okay, so I would introduce myself as the girl who talks about sex a lot, but is obsessed with <laughs> Like literally, that's how I would introduce myself. Um, I always think it's it, it's interesting because d- depending on when a person follows me online depends on the kind of content that they're going to get. So it might be like a whole lot of things about sex. It might be about plants. It might be about skating. So that, that that's probably the best way for me to introduce myself. <laughs> so one of the things we love to ask our guests is what makes you a dope black woman? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think the thing that makes me a dope black woman is the fact that I will always do whatever I want to do um and that can be from something completely random so when we could go out there was a day where I was craving like a roast dinner and I was talking about it all day (laughs) and I was just like I'm going to go and get a roast dinner I found a restaurant I went there I had my roast and I was very very happy so um yeah like I'm I'm a proper doer, so anything I want to do, whether that is work, um, fun, whatever it is, I will just do it. This is the Dope Black Women Podcast. For today, we're going to do things a bit different. So for people listening, we've all sent in, including Leanne, who's not with us right now, but we've all sent... Do you know what? Sorry, pause. I hate when I say that. It's like the person's dead and she's definitely alive, but including <laughs> Leanne's not on the podcast right now. Um, but yeah, so we've she couldn't make this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's a better way of saying it. <laughs> um, so we've all we've all sent in like five to six questions, and then I'm using like a number generator thing online, and I'm just gonna choose random numbers based on that, and then whoever it is will answer it. So all the questions that are being asked today have been selected by one of us, so no one can judge me <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't put them all in. <laughs> Um, I just want to put that young disclaimer out there, but let's go and let's make it easier. Let's just go in alphabetical order. So we'll go Georgette, Liv, and then okay. Yeah. I feel like you did that so you could go last. I see you, girl. I see you. You think you're slick? <laughs> so I'll do it now. Number nine. Number nine. Nicknames in the bedroom. Do you think they're sexy or cringeworthy? Um, a nickname. 
Um, I think they can be sexy. Like, I don't think it's completely cringeworthy. I'm going to say sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know question just for you, but I have interest. do you know what it is though like it definitely depends on the nickname because i tried happy once and i'm never going back (laughs) (laughs) like as soon as i said it i cringed like i was like girl you ain't even spanish like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god daddy no daddy does not sound cute on my little i'm not gonna like i like i like daddy i do like daddy 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 i I've tried that once and it was the most cringeworthy thing I've ever done <laughs> in my life. Like, I said it and obviously doing it in like a British accent, daddy. <laughs> not, like, daddy. It's not it. It's not it it's daddy. Daddy, stop doing that. Oh my God. Yeah. So I was just oh. like, yeah, this, this one is not for me. Mm-mm. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. We'll do lives. Number 12. What advice do you have for keeping your sex life alive during lockdown hmm what advice do I have to keep my sex life during lockdown I mean I feel like I mean I'm not gonna lie I've been seeing my boyfriend so <laughs> <laughs> I've been breaking judgment. them lockdown laws so <laughs> but I think it's really hard I think it's, for people that are single I think it's quite hard to like because like you're not even allowed to be I feel like this is going to ch- have long term impact for sure because mm-hmm. you know going up and dancing next to someone or like you know sharing a drink with someone or whatever all these things that used to be so normal even kissing a stranger I feel like you know it's going to completely change after corona but I feel like what would be my advice you know there's nothing wrong with a zoom chat a little nude little sexy sexy mm-hmm. online that kind of thing you know it's only cringy if you make it cringy you know what I mean if you go into there feeling confident yeah. and feeling like I've got this, then it's okay. And a good internet connection. <laughs> Mate, it's interesting you say that, yeah, because, you know, I think I spoke about it before, like, I'm not a fan of, like, news or anything like that. I've always been like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. However, mm. <laughs> lockdown, baby. the other day, a young Zoom did come in handy, and I said, oh, is this what my age mates are doing, yeah? Oh, good. I'm on that. And I actually thought, I gotta spread the young words. You know what I mean, mm. I mean, I, I feel like you that. can make it a whole advice. thing. You know, like yeah. imagine you're a cam girl, put on a different wig, oh. like make it a whole oh, persona. Virtual role play. That's a whole script right there. Believe in yourself. You know what I mean? Like embrace your inner, your alter ego, your Sasha Fierce. <laughs> mm. I like the sound of that. I might try. So, have you tried um, role play before? Um, have I tried role play? Have you tried role play before? I have um, with a costume mm-hmm. as well. Oh. Okay, now you have to tell us what the costume was. <laughs> um, okay, so to be fair, <laughs> like it was quite basic. Um, I was a nurse. Um, mm-hmm. that <laughs> That's not basic. Still sexy. In my head, I was yeah. like, basic. I'm okay. a lovely gent for Valentine's. <laughs> um but what I really 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 want to do is kind of do it where I'm like I'm in a bar and the person that I'm gonna be with is there as well and we do that kind of like yes I think you like me and (laughs) 
honestly, that is like one of my dreams to literally do that and be like, oh, I'm in a hotel room, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah, <laughs> they come. Yeah, yeah I've always wanted to do that as well. Okay, yeah. I've got number five. Mine says, let's talk nude. Yes or no, what are your limits or rules? So I just answer that sort of. So my, yes, my thing before was no. But now I think on reflection, um, I think it does work as long as you trust the person and it's like a safe environment. So you don't, well, I guess to me, because I have anxiety. <laughs> In my head, I've always thought like, oh, if the person gets angry, they're going to share it. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. But actually, I just call the police on you. So we can be. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think they're fine. What, for what, what are your limits or your rules? I don't think I have any limits or rules with my partner in terms of that but I think beyond that if I wasn't with him then I probably wouldn't do it at all because this is my first time mm, I'm very pro so you're pro news yeah yes. what advice do you have then for someone like me or someone who hasn't done anything for like getting into that like how do you get the good angles like how do you allow yourself to just like get over the fear and just do it anyway um so angles you definitely have to play around with just like on your mm-hmm. phone um sometimes I think if you lay flat and you kind of tilt the camera upside Ooh. down above you that can often be quite flattering um yeah but you, you have to just proper like have a play around and take plenty for yourself and then send the best ones absolutely good lighting as well and if you want to be like super sexy get like almost like a red light or just change things oh. up. Yeah. My girls are props. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like with nudes, it's just, it's all about, yeah, as you said, it's all about trust and it's all about confidence because sometimes yeah. you like, regardless of if it's a nude or a sexy picture, you take yeah. that one shot and you're like, this is the one. Yeah. Like I look banging. And then yeah. another day you could take like 50 pictures of yourself and you're like, now nah, they're all clapped, every single one. So it really is on your mood. But guys, I feel like when it comes to nudes, yeah, they're not always particularly agile. Like I've had situations where I'm sitting at work. Okay, it's Tuesday, 3 p.m. And it's like, boom, boom, dick pic, boom, boom. Like, it's there. It's like, how, how have you not registered that this is not a good time? Like, to send this, like. All right, next question. Georgette. Yes. What's a kink or fetish that you like in the bedroom that has surprised you? Oh my god! <laughs> my you know girl's like, where this do I my question. <laughs> I definitely put this in, and I was like, I hope it doesn't come to me because I'm oh weak. I can't lie. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Um, are two fun. I have two. Um. One is feet. Oh. Yeah. Doing what? Is, so. I like having my my toes like sucked. Oh, that's fine. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I don't know. Course. I've never tried it. But my feet that's are very ticklish. So I feel like yep, I'm never going to be able to get over it. Yeah. I think cool. orgasm of it. I was very, very anti before because I, I generally don't like feet. So I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, no, don't touch my feet. And then um, one day, like it happened and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> um and then I think another one that I discovered um over lockdown actually is um god uh what's it called now um mutual masturbation 
Yeah. So like when Did you say mutual? Yeah. So basically yeah. both like wanking without touching each each other. Oh, yeah. that is dirty. I like it. Yeah. I love it. It reminds me of um do you guys watch uh Misfit when like yeah. in the first season? Yeah. Okay. And they will have superpowers, but this one girl, they can't touch each other. I remember they just that. Masturbate and look at each other. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. It is hot, though. It sounds hot. I might have to try that. Have you done it before, Liv? No, but, you know, it's first time for everything. Definitely try it. So, um, Liv, you're number 20. What's the number one thing you wish you knew about sex when you were younger? Oh, gosh. Um, just, like, everything to do with fluids. And women, I feel like I was not taught that and didn't understand that. Do you know what I mean? Like the amount of times that like I'd be like, oh, what's this in my underwear? And like now I'm like, oh, okay, it's calm, it's fine. But like before, yeah. like it was very much a taboo growing up. <clears throat> you know, you don't really talk about like what it is, and you know, sometimes you'll get wet, and it's just like, where am I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> but it just feels like not something we talked about ever so like when it happened I wasn't, mm. I wasn't really expecting that. I thought is this normal is this the right colour is this the right consistency do I have an FBI like none of that mm. I had any kind of like knowledge about whatsoever I wish I knew that stuff mm. I think that's interesting because I saw a post the other day I think it's on Snapchat actually I keep seeing an advert and it's like understanding your discharge colours and what it means and I know for myself, like, I thought, like, I was dying at one point. I thought, like, <laughs> I had an illness. No, 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 seriously. Like, I was just like, what the hell was this stuff? And I didn't want to talk, because my mom had never spoken to me about it before. Um, I didn't want to, like, because I didn't understand what it was, I created my own stigmas around it. So I didn't talk um, to anyone about it. And it wasn't until I got older and started seeing, like, infographics about it and posts about it and just learning by myself, I realised, actually, this is very normal. Like, your, yeah. your vagina is just yeah. by itself. But prior to so, that, I was like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like, I saw a post the other day, and it was um, this girl talking to three of her guys' mates, and they were literally, all of them did not understand what discharge was. Like, not one of these guys could tell her what it is. Oh, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, no, it means she's got FBI in it. It means she's got herpes in it. And like, they were all, like, convinced that it's only a bad thing. That's wild. Yeah, I saw that. Men are I wild. It and then I deleted it because I was like, I can't, I can't have anyone coming to me. I, I'm not that person on Twitter. Like, <laughs> to go back and forth. I literally saw it. Quote tweeted, and I said, you know what, Sean, you stay out of this one. I just came out. <laughs> but yeah, stay out. But if I knew all of that kind of stuff earlier, I think I'd be more confident in the in the bedroom as well. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Because I, I wouldn't be worrying about what's going on down there. Because I'd be like, oh no, it's perfectly normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got number 11. Was sex discussed in your family growing up and how will you use this experience for your children or younger relatives? So for me, um, it, it, it was discussed to a degree. Not like, oh, okay, come on, let's sit down and have a talk. It wasn't like that. It was like, mm. oh, I had a boyfriend when I was like in secondary school and my mum had, my mum, my mum, yeah, <laughs> FBI, used to read my MSN chat or like take my Blackberry and read my conversation. <laughs> So just random, like r- random, random. Shouldn't even, shouldn't even have my password. Random. I'll be just on, but like on my phone in my room. She'll come in, have your phone, please, and she'll randomly check it. Like that's what she used to do. Okay. And then, so one day, you know, she was reading some messages with me and my boyfriend at the time. Yeah, and it was some females talking the wickedest 
what that meant and, mm-hmm. and I think also when I was a lot younger I was like a people pleaser like I, I wanted my parents especially to be very very proud of me so mm-hmm. it is like he just kind of like just dropped that and left and it's like I would always think is he going to come back and want to have a conversation with me are we good like I didn't know whether I could like be cool like around him so I think that was worse because like I just didn't know what to make of it and it it just kind of added to the thought of what I'm doing is is bad even though it's kind of normal do you know what I mean Mm. yeah so you've got number eight and number eight says what's something non-sexual that turns you on what's something non-sexual that turns me on um oh I don't know um let me think maybe food (laughs) 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 maybe what word food like just yeah um just because it's it's done so well and that can be quite a turn on I'm not gonna lie not like wet in your knickers. <laughs> <laughs> like I won't get wet, but but like but I'll be like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you relate to that, Liv? Does the young Akin saltfish on your plate just turn you on? Gives you the tingle. The pound of yam glistens with the steam. Oh, not the pound of jam. <laughs> the way the the juice drops off the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, do you know what? Like vibe when, Are you feeling it? That's my vibe. When do you know what? When what turns me on is when someone says, "I saw this and bought it because I thought of you." Oh, <laughs> that's the one. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> already. No, that or, is bad. You know, this reminds me of you, so I got it. Them lines there. Yeah, yeah. get on the bed and undress immediately. <laughs> okay you've got 18 how do you think you can improve the role you play in the bedroom how could i improve the role i play in the bedroom <laughs> girl my role is everything what are you trying to say <laughs> no but... <laughs> but um i think i could be more experimental i play it quite safe you know mm-hmm. like i stick to all the traditional moves I mean, I do, I, I, I do my thing, but I feel like something I would love to try is maybe like, I would love to try costumes. I would love to try costumes and dressing up more. And like, maybe yeah. I'll start with the nurse. So, Georgette, you're going to have to give me some tips on that because that's you. a classic. You just send the link. <laughs> just send the link. Put it on my Amazon wish list. <laughs> yeah, I would like to try that kind of thing more. What about you guys? Um, I think for me... I would like to try being like completely submissive more um, because I think sometimes like I like to control everything, like absolutely everything. So I think it would be good to just to kind of give all of that to like another person I completely trust, obviously, and be like, okay, I will be completely submissive. Do you think you're naturally more of a dominant character then? Um... I think so, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. And I think I just like being in control. Mm. Yeah. That's sexy. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, so Christine says, this is my one, do you think dating should only be done with the intention to marry? Um, that's quite an interesting question. Um, it's interesting. I feel like it differs person to person. So mm-hmm. for lots, not every woman's end goal is to be married. So if your end goal isn't to be married, doesn't mean that you shouldn't date. No. Um, but I think if you're someone who feels like you keep finding yourself in a cycle of being the same sort of men or like getting the same sort of um, end result and you know you want to be married, then you've got to be a bit more intentional with your dating. Mm. And you then got to be like, um, like asking yourself, more, asking yourself more realistic questions. Like when you're talking to this person, is this someone who I can see raising my kids if you want to have kids? Is this yeah. someone who I could, um, whose views whose views and values align with mine? Do you get what I mean? So if you're on your first date, and, and this happened to me, so that's why I'm using this as an example. It might just sound wild, but it's a real thing. But like, if you're on your first date and the person who's serving you is of the LGBTQ community, and the person that you're on a date with responds negatively to that, and you know that doesn't align with your values, you don't need to go on a second date. You don't need to see how it's going to go. You don't need to ask them how their birthday is the next week because you know already <laughs> that your values don't align. So there's no way you're going to get married, let alone have some sort of long-lasting relationship. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people need to become better at because I think that, you know, a lot of us, especially where like the role of women has has become, I wouldn't say it has changed, but it's been more flexible. A lot of us are doing our own careers and are doing our own thing. And I think with that said, we've got to be more intentional with who we're allowed to be in our space mm-hmm. and be be around us because I feel like I definitely had an experience with it where I was just dating for dating sake like I just wanted free food so I was like yeah I'm gonna go <laughs> and I remember going on a date I swear to you I went on like five dates in a week and I was like and then the week I was like I don't I don't care about now I was in my prime <laughs> I was in my prime I'm not now <laughs> um but I remember like thinking to myself at the end of the week like I don't care about any of these guys like why did I just why did I do that I could have used that time in a more productive way. I could use that time to spend time getting to know myself. I could use that time with my friends or with my family. Do you get what I mean? So I think it's a hard mm. question to answer, but I definitely think that if you're someone who keeps finding yourself in a cycle, then dating with intention makes more sense. If marriage is the end yeah. Can I read a quote? Can I share a quote with you ladies? Yeah. Go on. Falling for the potential of who someone is instead of who they actually are will cause you pain and disappointment. The sooner let the sooner you let go, the faster you'll heal. Can I get an amen? It's a big amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's exactly what Rashan said that um, you know, if you're someone that you know you want the picket fence and the two children and the dog and whatever, you can't keep beating yourself up if you're dating, you know, people who aren't into that. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just gotta be more honest with ourselves as well. So I feel like sometimes, yeah, girls, <laughs> oh, girls are funny, you know. We'll be going on dates. We'll be going on dates. We'll be talking to. In fact, you know what? I've done this. I've done this. You we'll are girls. You're girls. Yeah. You're going on dates and you're talking to guys and you're telling your friends like, yeah, like, oh my god, like, I really see a future with him. Like, he's just so nice yeah. and I'm like, he told me about his mom and he... everyone meets his mom. Every- Everybody. And their cat, dog, wife, nurse meets his yeah. mum. Chill out. Like, Do you know what I mean? Not like, that big a there's no communication. Yeah, like there's no communication with what, what the, no one they were dating these guys and they're thinking because they're doing a set like set thing that it means X, Y, Z, and actually it doesn't mean any of that. But all we can do is just ask them and then we can get a decision. And obviously there's some guys out there 
who are just pricks and that you'll say like where's this going or what's your intentions and they'll gaslight you and make and say like something that they know that you want to hear but it's better you do that and you base it on what they've actually said than you're just making pure assumptions of what they're doing do you get what I mean mm-hmm. I think that you know a lot of girls growing up we're taught that oh you can't ask those kind of questions because you'll come across as desperate you know, let them take the lead. But like, what if we're both now just like flapping around, not mm-hmm. knowing what we're doing? Because neither one of us, you know, are scared to just ask that question. Like, where is this going? And what are your intentions? Mm-hmm. Like, who cares if you come across as forward or whatever? At least you've not wasted an extra, like however many months on this relationship that's not going anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Like just literally ask the questions. Ask the questions that you're scared to ask just because peace of mind it's, mm. oh listen it's it's a one it's a one so Georgia, you've got number seven and that is how do you talk to your partner about bringing someone else into the bedroom oh um if this is something completely new that i haven't brought up before then there probably isn't any like 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 any good way to to do it then <laughs> so there's this thing that I've always wanted to try and it involves another person and then just just kind of like get just just trying to get their their thinking of it or if you're a bit shy maybe if like like you're watching porn together and it's a threesome being like oh like would you ever do that would you ever consider that with me and then just kind of approaching it that way or if all fails, you could say I was listening to just the tip podcast and they were talking about <laughs> what do you think about it? And then yeah, doing it that way. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think that's I a think, good idea. Yeah. And also just get a sense for the kind of person your partner is, you know, like are they the jealous type? Are they someone who, you know, would be into this are they someone who's like no you know when I'm in the bedroom it's all about one person like yeah get a feel for what they're into and and I think also be be completely honest with yourself if you can actually handle that because I think it it can come across as quite a good idea and you think oh yeah like like it would be um like it would be like very hot and then think okay am I going to be happy watching my partner have sex with another person just because like it's not just them watching you it's you then accepting them and then not getting jealous or feeling any kind of way as as well Mm -hmm. I always say like um it's different the idea of it it's like the idea of it versus the reality of it and it's like two different things yeah I think I've always I've always really liked the idea of it but I know when it comes to the real thing I'll be moving side away (laughs) and you know what it is as well it's these clubhouse rooms I'm in these late night rooms I'm hearing all these Americans talk about their experiences and I'm like, oh, this sounds great. I can do that. And I talk to my boyfriend and he's like, Shani, no, you can't do that. Like, just chill out. <laughs> your, your, your heart won't even allow you to become, like, just no, just no. And I'm just like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe, maybe it's not, not for me. <laughs> um, Liv, what are your sex non-negotiables? Ooh. Hmm. My sex non-negotiables. I... At the moment, I'm hoping this podcast doesn't come back to eat me and like <laughs> come back to kill me in like two, five, ten years. But like my uh, rear end is, is only for exiting. This is okay. not for entering. 
Okay, and that's just that's just how I feel about that. That is just how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh god. god, yeah. I just had too many horror stories, and like girls tell me like it's not actually comfortable, like it's actually painful, and I'm like, okay, well, why would I do it then? Yeah, that's how I feel. Try, though. <laughs> it might not be painful for you. Do you know what I mean? Maybe. Have you tried it, mm-hmm. Rashad? I'm just saying, you've got to try and <laughs> it painful for you. What does that mean? What on earth? So mine's 17, and that's why do you think sex can become boring in relationships? Um, I think, why can it become boring? I think it becomes boring for several reasons. I think uh, one is an obvious one that like you're not sexually attracted to that person anymore. Mm. I think it can also be when like there's no longer it's not it's no longer a safe space, so you therefore don't feel like you can perform as much or like relax as much in the moment. And mm. and I thought I think also some people become complacent or lazy. Do you know what I mean? So like for example, you might think, or a guy might anyone <laughs> might be in a relationship and feel like oh I'm, I'm continuously putting all this effort I'm continuously shutting it down doing all of this I'm just going to chill off for a bit and let them do the work and then them doesn't do anything do you get what I mean mm. so it's like it's just laziness really yeah no I, I feel think. that especially with lockdown I think it's very easy to be like oh why am I going to bother to like get all done up and put on makeup and do all of this if we're just going to get in the bed anyway like yeah <laughs> So I think, yeah, making sure to still make effort for yourself and your partner can go a long way. And Georgia, the final one is, is there a difference? Do you think there's a difference between intimacy and sex? And can you have one without the other? Is there a difference between intimacy and sex? Yeah, um, and can you have one without the other? Okay, so in theory, I do think there is... A difference because I think you can be quite intimate with a person or have intimate moments that don't involve sex but I do also class sex as an act of intimacy um so can you have one without the other yes you absolutely can most definitely but I do think sex should be included when we talk about intimacy because I don't think um they are that different yeah 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 I would agree Mm. yeah and like it's another part of it like I could um be with someone and we're just literally in the same room not really talking but we're, we're we're still into each other and I can personally find that very intimate I agree with what you're saying because I do think um the two can can be the same but I also think there's lots of forms of intimacy it doesn't involve yeah. even physical touch at all but do you want to talk a bit about your podcast for anyone that's listening that can find out more about you and and, and why you decided to start a platform like that yeah so um my podcast is called just the tip podcast um it's a sex positive podcast um the reason that I started it is just because I felt that um well actually it's it's because I really enjoy talking about sex um with friends with with anyone that is open to it um I think with it being such a normal thing that most people do um there was such 
a taboo around women, especially black women, having open conversations like about it. And I don't think black I don't think that black women were ever allowed to be as open as what I think we are doing now. Um, mm. So that's why I, I thought, you know what, this, this podcast makes sense to me. And I just wanted there to be a space for people to, to just literally come on, have a conversation, not feel um, any fear of like judgment or anything whatsoever. It is very, very open. Um, and yeah, it's available everywhere. Amazing. So where can people find the podcast and where can people find out more about you? Yeah, so um, you can find out more about me um, on, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at just underscore Georgette, both handles on both platforms. And you can also find the pod at just the tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, that's me. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank Um, you. We had a great time. And yeah, for anyone listening, please follow Georgette, support Black women talking about these things. It's so important and we're happy to provide this space today. Um, Please rate, subscribe and share this episode. You can find out more about Dope Black Women. We are on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, all of that good stuff. So until next week, guys, stay blessed and unapologetically black. All the way black. Blackity black. Blacktastic. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.